Listening to the KSR Football Podcast. Hit us with that intro. And here is the KSR Football Podcast. <laughs> what was that? How was my Bruce Buffer? That was my Bruce Buffer impression. That was awful. Oh, right when you started getting good, you give us that. I could just start like if I started. Oh, I wish like, we screaming, had Jared here right now. He used just to, to be making fun of me. He loved making fun of your intros, and that might have been your worst ever. No, that was really bad. Yeah. Well, here we are. Yeah. We made it to another week. We did it. And we get to talk about a win. Yay. Yeah. It's a win. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh what, what, was, what was that? Yeah, I uh, lost my voice Whoa. cheering for the win. Who? You see, yeah, you got loud. You like that? Heck, did you play? You sound beat up. Uh, I, I, I like to feel like I played, yeah. Well, good. Way, way to lay it all out there for the team again. It was it. Did you lay it all out in the is it in the tailgate lot? Is that what happened? Uh, tailgate lot and in the game. I was I was yelling in the uh, in the stands. It was the twenty two seconds of loud. Charles was just for thirty two. He gave the extra. I went mile. above. I went above and beyond this week. That's for sure. Above and beyond. It's good to have you back. We don't have Austin McGinnis here. Austin just noticeably absent on a yeah. Monday. Hmm. Yeah. And, hmm. and very quiet about where he went. Yeah. He's hmm. out of town. Hmm. Trying out for a team? XFL? There's 32 different towns he could potentially be at, maybe. So we're all in a group text, and I asked if he was trying out for a team. Did he ever answer? I didn't see one. He, he never answered. Oh. He, he likes Very to Very suspicious, Mr. McGinnis. He is not one to uh, – Leak to the press, like mm-hmm. ooh, got like apparently that's very frowned upon. But you know what? I would, I would be happy if we had to find a new podcaster. It, yeah, especially I know I know what he makes doing this podcast, and I think the NFL pays just a little bit more. <laughs> just a little bit more. Um, which, by the way, hey, your Titans didn't have to worry about field goal kickers this week. I was hoping we would even bring it up. <laughs> I'm wearing a Titans hoodie that came in the mail yesterday, brand new. Oh, pay, it's pay top dollar for it. You know, it's the new Nike whatever that was way too overpriced. It has. And then they hang a goose egg. Just filth. Last the, week we scored seven. And the uh, week before that we scored seven. We're on fire. You know what? Whew. That means that you're going to get 14 next week, 14, Maybe. then back to zero. The de- at least the defense is good. Is Mariota the problem? They're already talking about replacing him next week. They benched oh, him, man. right? Also realized just before we started the show when I was downstairs, I'm that Titans fan. I wrote like an angry comment on Facebook on the official Titans page, <laughs> and I've never done that before. And I was like, wow, I'm that guy with the, with the Titans. I'm him. So, you, you're, so good. You're officially a commenter. I'm what I don't like on for UK. I'm that for the Titans. Uh, I'm that guy. You made it. Felt good. They suck. But Kentucky those players are professionals getting paid to play. Yeah. The university players are not. So and I was talking trash to the coach. 
Okay, there you that's go. That's a fair game. Yeah. There you go. Very but fair game. after I read it, I did sound like a crazy person. That's okay. Hey, if you want to just put down your Titans fandom for a week, Sunday, our good buddy Josh Allen is going to be in Cincinnati. You couldn't pay me to go to Bengals game. I don't care if my dad is playing for the other team. But it's Josh Allen, though. That is cool. I bet he does get a good UK uh, yes. crowd there to I'm see I'm sure him. the tickets are not expensive. <laughs> they went from $8 to $11 for that game. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but my favorite part about Josh Allen, I actually threw that interview on the <coughs> KSR Football Podcast feed for you fine folks to listen to. But I asked him if he could sack Teddy Bridgewater. What does he do? Sack Teddy Bridgewater. What a boss. It's a man of his word. He's going to sack a lot of people, but that was good that he called a shot on that one. Yeah, it was good. you got to sack the Wolf of guys, you know. Maybe he can force Andy Dalton to retire, and then Bengals fans will have yet another reason. Bengals, Kentucky's fans, yet another reason to love Josh Allen. Exactly. Just giving him more and more reasons. And while we're on the NFL, uh, our guy Benny Snell had yep. a pretty big night Sunday night. Yep. Our, our guy Lonnie Johnson's playing well. Lonnie's and Mike playing, Edwards. Mike Edwards playing real well. Lonnie just straight tackled like Travis Kelsey. Yeah. And they they threw the flag, and the refs were like, uh, at, at, when Mahomes saw the flag down, he was like, all right, I'm just going to throw it up. Free ball. You know, if they pick it off, so be it. Well, it got picked off, and then the refs were like, since the pass wasn't intended to Kelsey, it couldn't be a pass interference. Well, then it was a holding, you idiots. But they got it wrong, and the interception stood, and the Texans ended up winning. So, there you go, Lonnie. Uh, Lonnie, who am I? There's one more that's playing really well, right? Or did I dream that? Did we say Mike Edwards? Mike Edwards playing really well. He's been starting. Larry uh, Wolf? I don't know. Maybe I just made someone up in my head. Uh, Bud? Did he I have a good know. game on Lots side? of them. Zadarius, five sacks. He's killing it. Yeah. Ooh, Benny he's is Monday where night. I was going. That's, yes. Sorry, I lost my train of th- thought there. I'm all over the place. Help me. Do we need to reset? It's okay. All right. Benny Snell. Very good at football. Yes. Uh, and he's. You don't want to see a guy get hurt on your team, but he moved up to second because the guy got hurt and where he got all his carries last night. And now James Conner got a little quad issue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he might jump to number one depending on how Conner uh, – how they what, what happens with him. If nothing else, Charles, he's getting all the reps with the ones this week, and you know that's just going to give him more uh, love from the coaching staff and get his, his teammates more comfortable with him. And it makes you look better in practice when, yeah, you're running with the ones and you have these wide-open holes – but at least you're, you know you have 20-yard run, 20-yard run versus you're running with the threes and you're getting sacked and it's not your problem. Right. Just unconsciously it gives Benny Snell, when that name's brought up, the coaches are like, yeah, he's killing it. Yeah. Even though he really might not be doing that much different from the third stringer. And he's got better players in front of him. It also gives Benny more confidence. And if there's one thing Benny Snell needs, it's more confidence. Oh, yeah. He's very shy on that, isn't he? <laughs> All right. Which, Kentucky beat Arkansas. Which brings us to Lynn Bowden who might actually be more confident than Benjamin Sell Jr. He might be the most confident. It takes a lot of confidence to wear pink eye black. Which that was like ultimate warrior paint, too. It was yeah. It was all over his cheek. Which he's he's done the that with the eye black. The like he he's done that kind of design on his face, but the all pink look. That was a that was a bold look there, Charles Walker. Especially with the all blue jerseys. They're good. Yeah, that pink. That pink really pops. Really pops. I had really that on here. I kind of liked it. I do like it. Mike Edwards used to wear like all kinds of pink. Yeah, Wrist he went swag socks. crazy. Yeah. yeah, I like it. Well, it's for it's October breast cancer month. Yeah, yep. just wear it. Right. Just pick pink. It's got significance. But he looked good. Yes, and he played even better. Which 
folks, we came in with a lot of there's a lot of uncertainty. And speaking to Lynn's confidence, up to this point, every time he got his number called to throw a pass out of the Wildcat, he was going for the long ball. Oh, yeah. There was no <laughs> ifs, ands, or buts about it. He was letting it rip. But this time around, we saw a mature Lynn Bowden who took his time, read his keys, made good decisions. And I think if there's – of all of the impressive things, I think his decision-making might have been the most impressive thing I saw from Lynn Bowden all Saturday night, Charles. Did he have any turnovers? No. No, no did not. Yeah. No turnovers. None. And really the only bad throw he had was – he kind of got deer in the headlights on that throwback to Chris Rodriguez where yep. the safety was like didn't completely uh, go with the – I think they had like a post or something on that side. And mm-hmm. the safety kind of sat just a little bit and he hesitated. But if he lets it rip, I mean, Rodriguez is just walking underneath it, putting it in the bucket. Yep. Um, and the coaches, they were a little hesitant at start. They are like, all right, we're going to keep the ball on the ground. I think the first official pass – was technically from A.J. Rose, which, by the way, for Ryan Lemon to be like, I, you might see some passes from A.J. Rose, and then just say it with the most like. <laughs> I didn't know Ryan did that. Oh, he did it during the pregame show. Uh-huh. He was like, I wouldn't be surprised if the first pass was actually by A.J. Rose, and he had his head. He, he started blushing. He had that just shit-eating grin on his face. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was. He doesn't hide it well when he has scoop. Oh, and but his scoop was. It was the scoop pass, the little uh, yeah, the shovel pass. So, technically, pass. Rose did have the first pass. But the offense kind of struggled at the beginning. But as soon as the coaches took the gloves off and let Lynn connect to the tight ends, back-to-back plays on the RPO, yep. he made the right read. And after that, Arkansas, they got their defense was on their heels and the Cats were off to the races. Um, before we continue on – I should confess that I haven't seen the entire game. I'm not proud of it. I, I feel like a bad fan. It's okay. You, a, but what I did get. Okay. I missed the beginning. I believe I texted you this. Right. Once I found a television, Kentucky went up 17-0. 17-0 then run, yeah. 24-3. I think, no, 23, 24-7 after that. So I saw all the positive things. So, but before I started commenting on the game, I, I, everyone needs to know about being honest here. You missed the. I haven't seen it all. So, let's tell let's tell him what he missed, Charles. Well, you missed a second play. What? <sighs> 78 yard run. Hell, I missed it because I was on an elevator with Rich Brooks. I was just <laughs> hearing it. Um, but I went down for. Did the, he have any cocktails? Every time I've seen Rich Brooks since retirement, not like that's a lot, but probably three or four, my man has been enjoying himself. He has my favorite tweets out right now. Like every other week, I'll see some, I'll say celebrity or, yeah, he's a celebrity. Definitely celebrity. Someone who just like kind of found out what Twitter is, and they just throw out these updates that are really just one or multiple thoughts with no punctuation <laughs> all in one tweet and he has just really good ones yeah and oh, it's all yeah. about his, his golf scores and his tomatoes. oh yeah and, and how his wife scores and how he plays with scores mm-hmm. it is awesome i know rich brooks's handicap just from seeing all of his <laughs> tweets and doing the math in my head <laughs> he uh he holds court when he's in Lexington. And there was a <laughs> lot of former players so like he was running into people and the interaction we had on the elevator was 
one of the guys getting mad that Rich didn't recognize him right away. And I, I think it must have been like a fullback of some sorts because this dude – somebody gained a little weight. No, this dude was still like – Oh, still Like look like he could whoop your ass kind of deal. And I, so I don't know who that was. He was like, oh, I didn't see. He's like, you could still be out there. And on the elevator was, I believe, Taylor Begley. Would that have been – Yeah. So – he has, uh, you know, his, his young child, like, in his arms. And uh, they said, why weren't your arms that big, Daddy? And he's like, well, Coach didn't want my arms to be that big, <laughs> which I uh, got to love. Uh, even the kids are ragging on the kickers. Yeah, they always get, love a good kicker joke. Yes, yes. But Rich Brooks was one of many uh, former player or former people with the program that were there. Uh, Derek Abney, Jacob Tammy. Shane Boyd. Shane Boyd, who did the pregame show, who was really good. He – Shane Boyd's living the life too. He's out in Oregon, uh, just. Oh, he's in Oregon now. Yeah, he was in Arizona for a while. Yeah, so he, his wife was in the WNBA and she got a job when she was finished with Nike. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I would take that. Yeah, so job at Nike headquarters probably pretty sweet. But so it was really cool seeing all those people back. I mean, packed house uh, for the pregame ceremony. They invited them all into the field. Uh, they kind of did like a, uh, I don't, I don't know what kind of, but they, but they kind of read off his accolades and all that kind of stuff, showed them, and then ceremony almost. Yeah, it was it was a ceremony, and then when they had my old Kentucky home, they were showing his old highlights. Awesome, it I was, did see that on the on the internet's. It was rough. Yeah, I would have definitely shed a tear on that one. Yeah, that was uh, that one was rough, but um, for the most part, it was a big uh, celebration. It was the, let's get the sadness out of the way. Let's let's party for Jared. And uh, just a, I want everybody listening right now to take out your right hand. Okay, mine's out. Hold it above your head and twist around and pat yourself on the shoulder oh, because okay. the Big Blue Nation just did oh, fantastic. Wait. Pat yourself on the back. Wait, I wasn't there and I didn't watch the game. I can't pat myself no, on no, the back. No, no, no. Drew, you cannot. Yeah. Okay. You go to the corner. Stare at the wall. Wait, you said you didn't want sadness. It was happiness to celebrate Jared. But from my understanding is there was sa- sadness as soon as the ball was kicked. Yes, but there was a big crowd to make sure that that sadness didn't remain. Because, yeah, second play on the game, I'm on the elevator, and Rakeem Boyd goes 74 yards for a touchdown. Yeah, and then we had the Josh Ali fumble. Ooh, that one. They got lucky on that one. Sometimes. That was that was his first – that was the first punt return. Yes. His oh, second yeah. of the season, but that was a uh, counter lucky stars. Yep. Because it went, like, right into his hands. Yeah. That's when the fans around me kind of looked around and said, hey, even though we make fun of you for fair catching, we kind of wish you were out there now. And I'm like, yeah. No one ever you. made fun of you for fair catching. Oh. Your teammates might have, but fans oh. with football minds would much rather have a Charles Walker back there then uh, I'm not going to say any names, but people who love to field it inside the five or can't hold on to the ball. Right, So right. you you be proud of your fair catching, young be man. Be proud of who you I will say, this, when you talked about the elevator, it made me think of this. Almost every away game we were at, you know, we're in the hotels, and there's obviously home team fans that are there, and we always try to talk to them. And every – this is a clockwork. I get in the elevator, I talk to one fan, and immediately they'd say – so you're the kicker question? <laughs> I'm like, no. Now at this point, I'm a senior. I'm starting slot, starting uh, punt returner. Got I'm a like, touchdown. Uh, no, I actually play punt or I'm the punt returner and I'm the you know starting slot. And 
you know, it's almost like their face. They were going, how is this kid going to start? Like, we're going to beat this team's butt. I'm like, all right, well, <laughs> nope, not the kicker. So that made me think of it because it was oh, clockwork. Man. Every time I got in the elevator, oh, you're the kicker, huh? Like, nope. Punter? Nope. Receiver, but thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> you should just have your highlight tape ready on your phone. Yeah, oh, this was me? No, this was actually me taking this kickback to the house. I'm going to do it tomorrow yeah. to your team. <laughs> Oh, man, that'd be a good way to, to re- just talk a trash in the other fans beforehand. Sounds like a good strategy, if I do say so myself. Yeah. Um, but Kentucky did. They they got down into a hole, down 13-0. Nothing because third-string quarterback, fourth, who is really, yeah. However, yeah. Who is your starting receiver, and you come back, and you win the game. I think that says a lot about our team. It really does, and – Stoops wanted to make sure to shout out, like, I was like, so what was different about, you got in holes the last three weeks, what was the difference? He said, well, part of it was us challenging the leaders in the bye week. Uh, That's not his verbatim answer, but he said, big part of it, too, is we're at home. Yep. And our fans out there, it really helps having your fans on your side to get loud on those third downs. I mean, Kentucky's, Kentucky's defense held pretty stout. I know they got help. There was one third down in particular where the dude just dropped a gimme, an absolute gimme. But Kentucky held them to – I mean, they they only converted six of 13 third downs. And some of those were – they got stops when they needed to, uh, Kentucky's defense. Yep. But to, uh, to go back, there was one fourth down, one more bad thing that happened, Drew. Uh, Mark Stoops went for it on mm. fourth and one. I did. I did see plenty about that. On – Kentucky. Or 40, maybe? I mean, he even, 35? Maybe. He even called it dumb after the game, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. In the press conference. He's like, I, I thought we were going to have to get one back, but might probably wasn't the best place to try to get it. I do like him, you know, calling it dumb instead of trying to make some lame coach speak. Yeah, and, and he makes a good point in that, like, I didn't know if our offense was going to be good enough to where we could just <laughs> – give up possessions, but it turns out that once Lynn Bowden completed a few passes, Arkansas got on their heels. Kentucky was off to the races, and my favorite part of it all, just watching it all unfold, is that we wanted to see Kentucky run the ball effectively, and they did it in a variety of ways because they were so good on the outside, Chuck. That yep. The sweeps. The sweeps and the RPOs with the possible pitch. Yeah. Stretching that field and using every bit of it. And how many times, like, ha- have we seen Kentucky A even use a sweep, yep. but just have the speed to outgun people on the outside? That's not a Kentucky football thing, is just outspeeding people. No, and especially once they started respecting his pass in the second half. Well, really, that last drive was when he really did it. When he got outside and hit those jets, it was. Yep. He, he was untouchable. In. He can break tackles if he has area to work around it. Yeah. He's not, and gonna, he makes it look so effortless when he, he does. He breaks a tackle before there's even contact because the defenders are so worried what he's going to do. Yeah. Right. Obviously, Lynn is fast. I don't think Lynn vertically is you know super super fast. He's not run off but he yet. just has that it that versatility where shiftiness. No one is going to tackle him, or, no. or if they do, he's going to fall forward. So and he's he, running full speed, and these people are trying to tackle him. They're like, what the hell is this guy going to do? And he stops and he on him. a dime oh, yeah. and makes cuts that you probably shouldn't even attempt to make, and he ends up 
15 yards the other other direction it's we didn't get any of those plays either charles he was he was doing the um i'm getting north south and i'm not going to try to flip the field and yep. burn you which sometimes doesn't work out too well <laughs> yeah sometimes i like a little what is lynn doing he's running the wrong way up oh, now he's coming back up oh, no. <laughs> but w- what it did is on those on those runs to the edge is that when Kentucky got in third and seven and third and eight, they ran a couple of inside zone runs with AJ that just busted them for yeah. first downs. Yeah, he broke a couple big ones. And he kind of was hanging the ball out there a little too much for my concern. Or maybe that's just me trying to create something that's not no, there. No, I'm sure. I'm sure Grand's on him today. At one point, I was screaming. It looked like he was holding it out like he was almost toying with somebody. <laughs> Put that thing away. But no, Which, he looked good. Speaking of AJ and Lynn, happy birthday, guys! Yeah, I know you're listening at home. Both yeah, happy birthday. Hello, AJ Lynn. Both Northeast Ohio guys' birthday on the same day. Um, had great games combined for just shy 300 yards rushing. I think he was like two. 75 total, something like that. Um, but had great games. They did well when Kentucky needed them to make big plays, and they did. Now Kentucky has 17 rushes at 20 yards or more. It's tied for six most in the country. They're getting explosive plays. But on the flip side, not so good in short yardage, Drew Franklin. They are not. Uh, I did see a fun stat that when Kentucky rushes for 250 yards, they're 34-0. and is that, pr- is that with Stoops or is that just, just ever? ever. Yeah. So maybe we so should rush for 250 yards. Let's not scream about air raids. Let's, let's run this ball and get 250 yards. Hell yeah, run the damn ball. Yeah, I, I might have messed that stat up. It might have been only at home, so it wouldn't apply to at Georgia. Regardless. Well, either way, it's if it happens at Georgia. Run, run, run. run. Yes. If, if Kentucky can run for 250 yards against Georgia – I like their chances. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't necessarily think that's going to happen. We really needed them to kill South Carolina to help our chances. Ooh, ooh, flip side. You could say, hey, South Carolina beat Georgia with a running quarterback playing for most of the second half to carry and join her. So there's a chance. You could say that. I, I, I don't think I'm going to say that, but it, it could be said. But Insert the dumb and dumber, so you're telling me there's a chance game. Exactly. And let's compliment uh, the absent Austin McGinnis. He texted us all as that game was happening, saying oh, this man. is a preview of what Lynn Bowden's going to do. He really and that's before we even knew South Carolina was going to go on to win. He, he nailed that. He really did. Um, and you know that, uh, that the coaches are saying, did anybody think South Carolina was going to win? They were 20-point underdogs, 21-point underdogs. You're 26-point underdogs. Now, you can win it. That will be in their message, I guarantee you. Is that what they would do, though? Charles, I just called you Austin. Is that what they would do, though? Like, not, They'll definitely use that, but not as in you can do it, too. They'll more use it as, like, the media and everyone else thinks that you're you're not even on the same level as them. So not as – Let's see, I don't want to phrase this. Maybe like they're beatable. They're not all that everybody well, like, hypes them up to well, be. Yeah, that and the disrespect that we're getting from other people. So let's show them. Let's show them we can beat them. We will beat them. Not hey, let's show them we can. We can play with these guys. You know, like we'll keep it close. Uh, right, now yeah. it's more of let's win and then you double burn everybody. You've probably heard about disrespect a lot. Oh yeah, and the best is when, like when we would play South Carolina before this year, obviously and. We'd, we'd be on a win streak, and we'd be at home, and we're 3-0, and they're 2-1, and, and then we'd still be an underdog. Like, yep. what in the world? Yeah. 
You all uh, were, well, you weren't on the team, but just last year, <laughs> Kentucky had won four in a row. It was ranked. Just beating Florida, and yeah. they were a one-point underdog to South Carolina at home. At home. Yeah, that was crazy. But I think I do want to say a couple things quickly about South Carolina, Georgia, because it was fascinating. Fun. One is that South Carolina definitely better than we expected, and really if Muschamp didn't suck so bad, they are beating North Carolina, and their only loss is to Alabama at this point, right? And they, for a little while, put up – Relative to Alabama games, put up a fight against Alabama. Yeah, they actually – It ended up being a blowout, but they – They moved the ball well. For a well. little while, they, yeah, they were – Their defensive line is legit. Their secondary is legit. That kid, uh, Jamie Robinson, that UK recruited from Georgia, mm-hmm. who picked South Carolina over Kentucky, he's starting for them at safety. He's given – when th- people – his receivers are six – they've caught six passes on 26 targets this year. So, he's pretty good. They, yeah. They've got some studs. Their defense is legit. But my favorite part of the game is it was Spider-Man meme of Will Muschamp looking at Kirby Smart of stupid decisions oh, at the yeah. end of games. Oh, my goodness. Will Muschamp. Why, are you, why is he kicking the field goal? 58-yard field goal. With like 48 seconds left. And it's fourth and two. That was so dumb. And Rodrigo Blankenship is on the other side. He's been absolute money. And you're just like, okay, here you go, Georgia. Just go win this game. And then what do they do? Kirby Smart. Gets greedy on third and eight and is like, huh, we can run another play. And they run another play. Time's running out. They make a last-second illegal shift. Nobody's set. They get a five-yard penalty. I was looking at a guy. It was right before the pregame show started. I was looking at a guy next to me. I was like, Chuck, this is, this is stupid. Like, something bad is going to happen. I don't know what, but you're dancing with the devil trying to, trying to make a play right now. Ends up costing them the game because – Turns out the hot rod is an automatic, which was oh. an absolute that shocker. Was well within his range. So yeah. He was a 38-yarder. Speaking of your favorite memes with the Spider-Man thing, have you seen the Bubbles from Trailer Park Boys meme of Blankenship? I have not. Oh, with the glasses? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I haven't seen it, but I'm picturing it. Yes. Pretty good. <laughs> You're so happy right now. I haven't seen you this happy since you tweeted a picture from the game Saturday. Yeah. You look uh, very happy. Some buddies and I tried to get on the old uh, – I guess Kentucky Sports Network Twitter thingy. Yeah, well, yeah. now for every other home game, I'm just going to tweet that picture. Of oh, yeah. oh, we yeah. try to get it on the big screen as many times as we can. It was one of those where I kind of make – I don't. I mean, selfies, if you're a selfie person, go ahead, do it, love it. I'm really <laughs> not. So I wanted to get in the picture, obviously, but I wasn't going to have someone take it for us. So I kind of tried to hide in the back, the little bottom left corner of it. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a good picture. <laughs> Thank just, you. Just boys out having fun rooting for the cats. Boys yeah. out having fun rooting for the cats. Saturdays are for the boys. Again, I can't make fun of you because I wasn't there. Yeah, I I don't have a selfie from the game because I didn't go. See, I'm, I'm with person. Charles and then I'm very uh, – I'm not a big selfie fan either. Now, I will be the first to volunteer because I'm the long, I have the, the long arms. Yeah, you're yeah. the biggest. And, but I will typically only put a small portion of my face in it because my face is big and fat. Mm-hmm. So, I don't want to show it. And – but I, I was I was like, ooh, I'm on this LEX 18 Sunday show. Let me take a selfie by the logo. Not good looks. I, there was like four <laughs> or five. I was like, you know what? Let's just put like my you eyeball. Still posted it. Just a very little <laughs> bit of it, though. Very small amount of the face. Um, but I digress. Out of selfies, back into the – The reason we're here. Yes, because Kentucky won. They were able to – run the football effectively with Lynn Bowden at quarterback, 
Mark Stoop said today he's not sure if Sawyer Smith, like, like what's the deal there. But yeah, take, I, I'm going to imagine it's a lot of the more of the same going into Georgia because you don't want those Georgia guys getting a hold of Sawyer's shoulder. No, and we don't want them getting a hold of Lynn Bowden carrying the ball 25 times in a game either. So <laughs> what do you do? Walker what? The well, you don't not put Lynn because then you're surrendering. You're just saying. I well, think Sawyer is going to be back. Honestly, oh. honestly, I thought Sawyer was going to be back this week. So, they – the thing that I, I think the staff is most proud of from the Arkansas win is that when they were down 13 nothing, Sawyer Smith started warming up on the sideline. And even though he didn't – I think he only practiced one day, they were just like, we need to keep him warm in case we need him. They were – Stoops was like, is it time, Eddie? And, and – Stoops listened to Green. Greg said, we, we like what we're doing. We told ourselves in the week we we're going to be patient. Let's see what let's, – let's go out one more drive and, and stick to our game plan. They stuck to their game plan, and they get a touchdown out of it. So, I think, A, they showed patience, which they needed, and, B, this team responded to adversity for the first time really all season. Yep. I mean, the, the Eastern Michigan and Toledo games, they were both up for – I mean – throughout the entirety and you had Terry Wilson and Lane on when bad things happened but since that that fourth and one didn't work against Florida when adversities hit this team has not responded well and it goes back to what Stoop said and in the press conference this morning is that you know we have had guys that won a lot of games and they they they, they had to go through some tough things to learn and it was good to see them learn through <clears throat> those tough times and I'm glad you just said the, the A word, adversity, because it reminded me of a statistic I wanted to share in a new segment. Oh, new segment. Up. Do we have a – Charles, did you, you got a sponsorship, right? Uh, you found one? I no. do not have one. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, I thought you said you had a good – No, no, he has a segment. Oh, he has I a segment. segment. Oh, yeah, I, mis a segment. I misread the, the, the game notes. No, we, this. we still need a sponsor, though, for all of our segments. Okay, well, this segment is sponsored by Jalapenos, uh, our neighbors here at KS Bar, good people. We share a, a trash area out back, yes. and it's always fun to say hello to them when flies are in our face. Yeah, and uh, also, it's not a bad place to go to when it's overflow crowd at yeah. KS Bar. Yeah, and I love the tacos al carbon. It's, uh, they just cover it in cheese dip. Anyway, shout out to Jalapenos for sponsoring the segment called Drew Reed's Stats that he wrote in the Morning Post and just remembered that he wanted to say on the podcast. Ooh, oh, in quotes. Great, I great like segment. Yeah, these, these, were, these were stats that I liked and found very interesting And uh, when you mentioned the adversity – Brought them to mind. Did you know Nick Roush and, and Charles Walker and Maria, who's over there staring at us like we're crazy? It was the 10th time Mark Stoops led his team to a victory after trailing by 10 or more points, and that's a school record among U.K. head coaches for coming oh, wow. So Mark Stoops is a rally the troops bring him back guy. There are people out there who say he doesn't know how to adjust and this and that, and I'm here to tell you there have been – Ten comeback, double-digit comebacks in Mark Stoops' tenure here. And that is a record. Double digits? Well, well t ten or more would be – That's good. That's yeah. very – That's. Let's, I'm actually really surprised. Let's getting down by more than ten. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you can complain about slow starts. That's your prerogative. Okay. Uh, part B of my segment that I won't name because I already forgot the name again. It's stats that Drew wrote in the morning this, post and to remind himself to say on the football podcast. Yeah, also – 1,500-word morning post, Maria. See that? 
Yeah, 2,000 words last week. Holy crap, Drew. Yeah, your boy's on fire on Monday mornings. Back to the matter hand. Yeah, because you have coffee in your face. That's true. Literally on fire. I did throw a coffee in my face, like a whole cup this morning. Luckily, it wasn't hot because I I like it a little lukewarm. Let's get back on track. Did you know Kentucky has one of the longest streaks in the entire nation? Oh, I bet I know what the streak is. Charles, do you know the streak? Um, one of the longest quarterbacks winning an SEC game. No, it is a defensive. Uh, yes, it's a com- it's a compliment <clears throat> to the defense, a testament to the defense. Most a defense consecutive games with a turnover. Kentucky's defense has played twenty straight games without giving up thirty five points. Only one other team in the entire country. Bama. Has held teams under 35 that long. No, Bama's no, been Bama playing in shootouts. I bet Clemson it's, ate Bama up for more than that. Yeah, I bet it's um, – Well, t- hold on. I don't know who's number one. I just know Kentucky's number <laughs> two. Oh, okay. I but that's we still guess. cool. There are a lot yeah. of teams in the country, and we're number two. Yeah, and if you knock that number down to 30-plus, it's still, like, a pretty big number. Like, they've yeah. had, like, 14 in a row or something like that. Because Georgia – Georgia last year scored 31, I believe – and then Ole Miss was the previous one before that, and that was back in your senior yep. year. Yeah. That was a Which, tough one. Ooh. Those were senior years. Can, can I give a fun fact? Yeah, but let me again thank Jalapenos for sponsoring that segment. Okay, that thank a you. It's pleasure to, to do oh, that. Oh, you don't have any more stats? I, I do, but those are the two I really like. Okay. The other one, Lynn Bowden's 196 yards were second most ever by QB at UK. I thought you were going to say that, A, Mark Stoops is now tied for That's the fourth a good one. most – well, when that was going to be another segment called Mark Stoops Passes someone. Blayton Collier, I think. He's Blayton Collier. No, Blayton Collier's in, uh, in second. second. Okay. And no, so he passed Rich Brooks. He's tied with Rich Brooks. Tied with Rich Brooks. He's going to pass. I don't know who he passed. Kind of nice that uh, Rich Brooks was there for it, too. Yeah, but to share the So now he's fourth all-time. He's Fifth all-time. He will become fourth, though. <laughs> yes. And it's – Two more, and he's third all-time. Yeah, and – Kentucky hasn't had a coach. You all haven't even said the stat yet. I know what it is, but the listeners will Oh, not. did we not say it? UK wins. wins. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. total wins Sorry. as a coach. Yeah, yeah. So he's – Whoops. <laughs> he'll be fourth most wins of any UK coach ever. There you go. Um, I like the suspense of people listening. Yeah, they have no idea what we're talking about. I, mean, like, I knew where we were it? going, Tell but me. everyone's like, what? They Tell haven't us. even said the stat yet. I know that it's it, it's probably – it'll be tough to get there at this point. But if, if Kentucky was, I think, 8-4 and four this year, he would finish – the season career 500 above 500 bear bryant was the last one to finish at uk over 500 yeah which is pretty well right now he's like 490 this was the first sec west team he's beaten not named mississippi state too look at these these facts were rolling off not only is this highly entertaining when we get off track and Start talking about things and have to bring it back. You get info <laughs> you don't just get everywhere else. Which it shouldn't have been if DK Metcalf wasn't just an absolute freak. Yep. Because that, that was AJ the one Brown. That, I mean, God, DK Metcalf yeah. made the big kick, but Dude, I mean, they're on the same team. And they had Van Jefferson, too. He's going to end up in the NFL. AJ, yeah. AJ Brown's killing it for if the he, if, if he had a quarterback. Titans. I mean, We're not going to get back on that, but that no. was a good old Miss team. Um, all right. Back to the game. Let's go to Limbo in the quarterback. Like, actually – Dropping dimes. Yeah. The throw – sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. You're, I know what you're going to say. I, I, I had dreams about it last night, the throw to Cliff Van Thomas. That, that was beautiful. And Aaron Rodgers can't – I'm just kidding. Oh, but. You know, it, you, it was – I think my favorite part of it is that as soon as 
he let it fly, you're like, oh, that's there. That's, that, that, he's got it. Like, he, that touchdown. Thomas and, turned and it just stuck oh. to him. I'm not even sure he needed his hands. <laughs> yeah, he could have. It was great pass, but let's not not talk about Cleveland. Yeah, turns right there has, and makes the play with hands in his face. And who is Cleveland Thomas, a guy that's been kind of sitting behind Lynn, came in with Lynn, was actually here before Lynn, so he's thinking he's going to play a lot. And then, you know, big shot Lynn comes in and barely makes fall camp freshman year and is automatically, you know, playing way more than Cleveland. Oh, that's And instead spring. of transferring, Cleveland stays, sticks it out, Boom, now he's catching touchdowns from and Was it Lynn. public knowledge that Cleveland Thomas switched to defense? Yeah, well, he went to Just D and, or, uh, DB for a little bit, right? Yeah, it was, I mean. Uh, it was last fall, and then they were just like, yeah. no, we're just going to redshirt him. But the fact that they had made that move says, you know, they, we've basically given up on you want to try something else, and then to come in and make that great catch. Did he have two catches, or he, he made another play too? Because I remember thinking they're really using him. Uh, they used him, I think, on one of those toss yeah, the, things, yeah. like the jet sweep. Akeem Hayes got one of those, too. There was a name. Yeah. Yeah. Did, never thought I'd hear that one. Um, but to Cleveland, though, that spring when he was an early enrollee, they were really hyping him. And he wore number 18, too, and that was a big deal. And it was like, man, this guy's going to be a stud. He's yeah, got, he's committed. Rocking the 1A. His dad, I mean, his dad was uh, a, a national champion at Florida State. So you thought that, all right, he's going to be – a breakout star, but you, he's had to take a backseat to Lynn Bowden. And he even said that after the game that, like, he's like, you know, you get people from home talking and they want you, they say you should transfer, you're better, blah, blah, blah. And then not only does he get his first touchdown, but he gets it from the guy that's kind of taken his shot off. Yep. And that just speaks volumes to the kind of guy he is. But also to the receiving crew in general – like when you hear that Lynn Bowden's going to be quarterback, your first thought as a receiver is probably like, well, <laughs> they're not throwing it to me yeah, this week. I can, I can slack off this week. Got a block. But they, didn't, but they didn't do that. And, Charles, I'm sure if you were in that wide receiver room, you wouldn't have been selfish. But it could be easy to be selfish. Yeah, definitely not. I think that they know the – obviously they know the game plan was going to be more run-oriented. But, again, that's when Grant and Henshaw say – it's not – It's you know, we, we're on our four-string quarterback. If you think we're going to throw the ball 100 times this week, then you're crazy. Mm-hmm. But we will, and there will be chances for plays to be made. And I think we did a good job of capitalizing on those chances. And whenever those that, – that's – you hit the nail – no, I mean, just couldn't have said it better there, Charles Walker. Because there were a handful of times where you needed to take a shot in a certain case – Cleveland's touchdown was one of them because I think they were like seven yards out. I think second down or something like that. But it was it was when it was getting crowded in there and you needed something to happen <laughs> near the end zone. And the other one was the big fourth and long. And Kentucky goes back to Old Faithful. Ahmad throw it up to Wagner. A, throw it up to Ahmad Wagner. Yep. And Ark, John Chavis, you just why are they paying you money? How do you not have a safety over top of a mod Wagner on fourth and long? Buddy. I thought that play had finally stopped working. I hadn't seen <laughs> no. it in a little while. I'd given it up. It was just fond memories. And here it is, working again. <laughs> ba- ba- back in our artillery. And I'm not sure if that was a spot foul or not. Was that a spot foul? Because I think it, it might have gone down to like the – I thought it never was in college. When is it – 
it's a, yeah, it's, I, it's a spot foul in, scenario, in situations though because one of them happened. I don't. Is it like the last two minutes of a quarter? Or, something? or it like it's at like if it's half the instead of being half the distance to the goal, okay. it's like if it happens in the end zone. I think it's on the two. Yeah, yeah. They, they put it at the two. I know that much. If it happens in the end zone, yeah, I, I, that might be the only scenario. But like. Wim Bowden's almost had 100 yards if that's a reception, but he effectively gets it because that's the first down. So that was awesome to see them make big plays. And then there were a couple of times where he could have forced into the throw there, but he realized, oh, they're blitzing, and a man, pull. That means nobody's guarding me. Let me just run for 25 yards. Yep. I loved when he hit Justin Rigg over the middle, and Rigg took it another 10, 15 Dude, yards. That was a Bulldozing rod. people. That was a, a hell of a Just run. the fact that a tight end got the ball, that was cool. Lynn Bowden threw it, hit him right in stride, and then Rig gets a bunch of yak pulling all their, their secondary around. And if you listen to our other popular football podcast, 11 Personnel, which comes out on Thursday mornings, Adam Luckett told you that Lynn Bowden, his best pass in high school was the slant route, which is perfect for RPOs. Absolutely perfect. And we saw that on those back-to-back plays there yeah. in Look, the second quarter. Looked lovely. We might have to, every year we do this, so next year, we might have to put out a scenario of the craziest thing that could happen because who would think halfway through the season we'd be saying Lynn Bowden throws a back shoulder pass to Cleveland Thomas for a touchdown. Yeah, that's a Mad Libs that's kind a, of. That's a, yeah, headline. It's <laughs> like you put all the names in there and shook them up. That bring, reminds me of a good segment. Uh, what's the craziest thing you saw today? Craziest thing I This saw one's today. not sponsored. If you would Ooh, like to sponsor. The barbecue chicken soup slash sandwich Ooh. slash right. buffalo oh. sauce. I threw up in my mouth when you sent me the media room that food they today. That they served us in the media room, yeah. And I was, was going today till Ryan Lemon had to go to trial and I had to step into radio. Did he actually get called in? Uh, he was there for a long time. I think he's off the hook. I don't know. How? I don't want to say the wrong thing I don't know and I how, arrested. I don't know how jury duty works, but – it's not fun. How how does Ron Lemon even like people know who he is? Like that you, the murderer is going to get out of jail and come find Ron and kill him. That's like going to be the only person he remembers. <laughs> They're going to write it on the wall, and yeah. Ryan's going to have to call and issue an apology. And then when he has his academic B and the guy goes crazy while he's trying to get his high school diploma, he's going to be glad that he called that guy. Yep, I, I don't even know what, how. That was a really weird way to work. You took me everywhere with that. I, I was just really just wanted to get in that. Glad I called that guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, back to our segment. Yes. I've got one. The craziest, craziest thing, thing you saw today. Saw it, it, it's a day old, but it's but you saw in, it in the last 24 hours, I'll okay. say. That's okay. important. Avery Williamson tweeting, sometimes oh, yeah. that that a dot, great. you got to see if the pads still fit, and it's him wearing his full uniform on the couch Pfizer. watching the Jets play. I hope he watched the entire game like that. That is the craziest thing I've seen oh, in the last 24 hours. Yeah. And they beat the Cowboys, my Cowboys. Yep. Man, bedtime for Drew Franklin's football teams. How do you lose to the Jets? They stink, Drew. I don't know. Just, just shame. At least Kentucky won. One out of t- – one out of three ain't bad. Craziest thing I saw today, Lyndon Bowden is listed first at four different positions on the depth chart. <laughs> oh, man, that's pretty rich. They had him at QB, receiver, uh, both yeah. return he spots. Was, he was or. He's an or, but his name was first. So right, counted. right. Um, and I also, we were talking crazy stats. Remember that fun segment? What was yeah, it? that was a good segment. 
Um, there's also a fun stat about all-purpose yards. And right now, he is ranked sixth in the nation uh, with 149 yards per game. That's pretty good. I like those stats, but... 11.3 yards per play. All-purpose yards, if they are what I think they are, are so misconstrued. Because if you're a kickoff returner, yeah. you automatically gain 20 yards every time you touch it. So, I mean, if you catch five kick returns, there's 100 yards. Well, that's what's kind of – you're I right. I mean, that's why I mean, but it's it, like – But part of it – Should that really count? I bet there's guys who get a lot more touches than him. Yeah, you I know mean, that's true. I don't – obviously, he's our best player. I'm not saying he's not, right, but right. I see this guy had 350 all-purpose yards. Well, yeah, the other team scored 70 points, so 210 of them are just kick <laughs> returns that he wasn't touched yet. And he got to the 22-yard line. Yeah, that's true. Zach, Zach Johnson got in on Yeah, I was very – it weirded me out seeing him back there as the sole returner yeah. catching. But, I, I mean, he I is didn't fast. Know this happened. He's our special teams guru. You know, he's the guy that's always down there on kickoff returns and or kicks and punts that is making the play. So He was always fun when they would let us in for, like, a spring practice and nobody really paid attention. And he would be making crazy plays. With, like, the third, you know, four, the he's threes good. and fours. He's really fast. He's just tiny. He played football at Coleraine in Cincinnati. Coleraine yeah. Cardinals. Yeah. So I have a question really about all-purpose all yards. Okay. And this is probably going to piss off a lot of our listeners. I'll be the bad guy. Did Cash get all-purpose yards for how far he ran <laughs> when he missed the quarterback? <laughs> Sorry. I don't care. He's everybody's favorite. I like him. He missed that quarterback by seven yards. <laughs> I think did he, he get? Did, I did think he, he get, hit his did max. Did that count for anything? His uh, radar, his GPS, hit his max speed when he was running to try to get that guy, and then it hit the max deceleration when he. Oh, when we're pro cash. I'll defend yes, cash. Are. I know he's a fan favorite, and we don't like to be critical. But when you miss the quarterback by seven yards, I'm making fun of so you. So you remember when they introduced the truck stick to the NCAA football game, and you just hit it for every tackle? Yeah. Oh yeah. And then when you miss, it was just like yeah, shoulders you just pushing. lunge. Yeah, you're that, done. He it looked like he hit the truck stick and just like completely, just completely whiffed. That wasn't even my Did favorite part of that. Us? Yeah, that, that was a that third drive? down. It was real bad. That was a, yeah. that was a real bad miss, and it was really funny though because on that same play. Like that one clip from behind, and the one guy, he makes a hilarious sound. The guy who records it, he's like, ugh. <laughs> and then DeAndre Square yeah, he, just completely like yeah, does he, like this huge spin little dipsy do. I don't Yeah. <laughs> Square Square's getting off the hook because Cash looks so bad there. there were, not a lot of good looks on that play. Yeah. But if Cash just breaks down, makes a tackle, instead of trying to be a hero, he could have just been a hero by breaking down. Gets a stop, and I think that was a scoring draft too. Um, See, you yeah. get, you and I wouldn't mock your, it if he just missed the tackle, but he missed. It, it was bad. It, it was, was real. It bad. was ugly. I'm sure that they put that on the film room today too, mm -hmm. and like rewound it oh, a couple yeah. of times. Oh man, and he's lucky we won because everyone was just laughing about it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, if he would have lost, funny it with the win. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, n not a great look. Oh, you know what was. Probably the best look I saw all day Saturday. Best thing I saw all Saturday. Was it Quentin Bohanna's celebration after the sack? No, but it's that? on the defense side of the ball. I did not see Quentin. What did Quentin Bohanna do? It's kind of funny, and you really, really wouldn't see it unless someone pointed it out to you. But I think him and DeAndre kind of got in on the sack together, and he was just on the ground 
like just doing this, like just spooky Halloween kind of. But he was just doing this, just like with his hands, yeah, shaking, like going crazy. Jazz I don't hands. know. Yeah, you just got You got to find. The Ooh, clip. Mike. So Mike, funny. Mike Hartline, South Carolina, kind of. Oh, that was a great celebration. He's like on his back doing that. Yeah. yeah. Do you all remember a place? I'm a little older. It was huge ass on the corner. Oh, oh yeah, beat burgers. the clock. The, that was my, oh so great. Okay, for some reason, again, I'm I'm telling myself I'm a bad fan. I left the South Carolina UK game early at like halftime. Okay. Not because I'm a quitter. I just probably got bored. And my friends were at the bar or something. Yeah. We were there in his pack, and when Randall Cobb caught that pass, we had a table full of full pitchers, and we just started throwing them <laughs> in the air. And then the floor got so wet, we're all slipping and falling. It was mayhem in huge. I've never seen anything like it in a public space. <laughs> Everyone's on the deck. It's like happy. Even people we don't know are rolling around hugging us. We made the biggest mess you could make at a bar all over that catch. Heartline to Cobb. Oh, man. Hell of a catch. R.I.P. Huge S. Man, that place yeah, was way – Yeah, maybe that's why I went out of business. Turns out when you have dollar beers at that, all times. That place was – well, no. That was the last place that was successful. They keep turning it over there. And nobody can stay in business over there. They got yeah. – bring back the dollar pitchers. Probably from all the beer I threw on the floor. My favorite part of the game, though, was DeAndre Square busted out a neck roll. Did he? He has a neck roll now. I didn't notice that. Oh, it is beautiful. Not, so Not like old school – like uh, not a cowboy collar, though. Okay. So not it's, a cowboy. It's, it's which there there is definitely distinctions between the two. Yes. Um, but the 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 neck roll, it's great because it really accentuates the square. Oh yeah, good. Yeah. Now kind of pushes it up, so we know it's. Oh him. yeah, and really, he just needs to grow out a mustache, and he's <laughs> the perfect '90s linebacker. Um, except just athletic, you know. He would look good with like a big, thick mustache. Oh, in, yeah. in that. Uh, yeah. Definitely. Um, so did he play well other than the video of us all online? Um, I think cash? so. Let's let's look at his. Ooh, all right, so best defensive player is probably one Jamar Boogie Watson. Yep. Ooh, Stoop said nice things about him. Yes, he said very nice things about him. Uh, Pro Football Focus said he was the MVP of the game. Square had uh, five tackles, pretty solid. Corker led with none, had a nice PBU. Um, but he came up and made a good play on their running back. I remember seeing that Corker did. Yes. Um, so, Boogie, he had two tackles, a sack, and a, a forced fumble where he got from behind. Oh, uh, yeah. That was an awesome play. Good game for him. He started they, a little slow this year. Yeah, so it's good to see him get his stuff back together. Jamari <clears throat> Brown is quietly becoming one of the better tacklers in the secondary. He, he You really like what he's doing when he comes up against the run. And I think Eccles can cover. Dude, Eccles got hosed on that P.I. Yeah, yeah. That was – He did can, bad. How do you not get home cooking at Kroger Field? I know. Like, that was it's awful. It's a bang, bang play, and then it gives him the first down. And then he made a similar awesome play the exact next play. And – when that when when Stoops got asked about the secondary today, he was teetering on that. I'm gonna get fined by the SEC, and I don't care because I'm still pissed off about that play. Uh, he defending was defending his boys. He was like, "What are you gonna do about it? I mean, you gotta play sticky, or else they're gonna get." Oh, he is still mad about that play. Well, that uh, pass interference was terrible. Calvin Taylor had a great game. That sack he had, he had a nice sack, yeah. that, that next play bats it down. Essentially, into the game. Yeah, he had a couple. I think he had another bat down that was pretty nice too. Calvin Taylor, absolute stud. Um, so all in all, why did they go to like all backup defensive linemen there on that last drive? I didn't notice that. Maybe they were on the because the sack and the pass breakup happened right when they brought back in T.J. Carter, Calvin Taylor. So here's my theory: is that the other guys are a little bit lighter. 
mm-hmm. and that they were like, we want to – if they're going to run tempo, we want to have yeah. guys who are fresher and not as gotcha. bulky. That Ma- makes sense. Th- that's my guess, and I forgot to ask Stoops about it that today. Um, You're fired. God damn it. Okay. <laughs> Let's – Just kidding. I heard you asking questions today. Yeah, you know, I try. You asked about getting out in space and uh, – Yeah, and uh, short yardage. and it, I, I'm going to get more into it with Grant tomorrow, but Stoops sounded like – they have a better feel of it. But their only third downs that they converted where they went with a toss and then they uh they they got to the edge and like Lynn would bust one on, on short yardage situations. And they're oh man, there was one where they brought in Wagner in and they had like a full hell it was single back, just a bunch of tight ends in. And it's like, well they're gonna pop a play action on Wagner. That's gotta be it, right? Like you gotta yeah. do something different. Do a bootleg, anything. And they just went right up the middle. And But no, what that means they're going to have the same formation this week, and it is going to be a play-action pass to my wife. It's going to work. I'm telling you, play. they're obviously the offensive coordinators we have are smarter than we are, let's be honest. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they know that Georgia's going to watch this get, film. To get Lynn Bowden as a quarterback and win a football game, they're definitely <laughs> smarter than yeah. us. Half the, half the things that they do are for the games down the road. Because Kirby Smart's going to watch us and say, look, they've done – they've been in this formation five times. They ran up the middle five times. What do you think they're going to do? Run up the middle. Let's go. And then yeah. we're going to play action pass, Pop deep one. ball. Is, to is Chuck calling his shot over here? Are Maybe we gonna I get, am. Are we going to get a deep shoot. ball on th- third and short? I think in order works? to go down and beat Georgia, we're going to have to play a complete game. We're going to do some wild stuff. And we're going to have <laughs> to have – To get a little weird. We're going to have to have Georgia make some mistakes that they made this week. Yeah. With our, if we're going to have our backup quarterback plan or our backups backup in Lynn, mm-hmm. we're going to need Jake Fromm to throw a little interception that's kind of tipped. And we're going to need Rodrigo, who's the automatic you know, field goal maker, to miss one. Or we're going to need to play well and kick ass from the beginning. This is the call your shot, your best shot in the Georgia game. Ooh. It's a new segment I just made up. Oh. Hit me with your best shot, guys. Chuck just called his. Play You're action, deep ball. Actually, not even play action, just deep ball to Amai Wagner for a TD. I'm just ready for uh, pick six time. I thought we were going to get it. Because there was one early. Who, who like, dropped it or – it like it was, uh, it was, but it was across the middle, and it was a very, it was a very close. Like I, I thought that was our pick six opportunity. Yeah, didn't end up happening. Uh, I forgot this is sponsored by Pat Benatar. Oh, thanks, Pat Benatar. Mm-hmm. Um, Charles, I actually think that you brought a segment for us that I'm pretty excited to hear about. I brought a segment we've we've kind of talked about, you know, two or three of these things. It's already, okay, no, no, but just, it's a quick one. Yes, is it sponsored by anyone yet? It's, uh, uh, did you get it sponsored? We don't sponsor oh, them for you. No. Uh, KS Bar and Grills Chicken Sandwich. It'll yeah. fill you up and make put you to sleep. Seriously, people, I get Chick Fil A, the Popeyes hype. It's all it's all good for those places. I love those places. I hope they do well. The KS Bar Chicken Sandwich is the best chicken sandwich on the planet. Planet, it's big. planet I, I, Earth. I have not had this, folks, but I have seen it and it is humongous. We had this place a year before I even knew it existed, <laughs> yeah. and I ordered it one day, and I was like, "Where has this been my whole life?" Mind blown. So thank you, KS Bar, and your chicken sandwich for sponsoring this segment. Segment is hot or not. Haven't come up with a better name yet. It's good. I think it might have to be a weekly one. Oh, that does sound like a good. So weekly, yeah. quickly, hot or not? I have about seven things. Oh okay. wow! This yes. is, this yep. was research. Hot or not? I don't know if y'all not. know this. Might have been kind of spontaneous. Mine. These these were relatively spontaneous. Driving down. First one. Pink eye black. Hot or not? Oh, hot. Yeah. Super hot, especially this time of year. That's I couldn't October. pull it off, but it's hot. Yeah, I don't think like. Matt Ruffalo could. Um, hey, but we found out he has a leg. 
Hey, the spicy yeah. Italian meatball. The wow. spicy Italian Hello. meatball. Hello like, for Fitty. Man, that 47-yarder, too, was – It looked good. It looked good, and then it, it hooked by about a yard at the end. That was rough. What did we learn his real nickname was? Bigfoot? No, it was like the Hulk or something, right? Yeah. We looked it up because uh, it's Ruffalo. I think it was Bigfoot, but he's yep. just lying. It's spicy Italian meatball. Uh, okay, I agree. All right, second, hot or not. I'm going to use the term old, okay. but old football coaches trying to dance like players in the locker room after games. Not. <laughs> not. I'm going hot because I'm a big fan of Mark Stoops just not knowing what he's doing but just wanting to like push people around. He, yeah. He's he's like a, like a kind of a mosh kind of guy where he just wants to like he really wishes that he could still have shoulder pads on and he just gets in there and just starts mixing it up with him. He doesn't want to dance. He's not Mac Brown <laughs> dancing around. He just wants to just push and shove and then they just pick him up and crowd surf. I I'm glad I'm glad you brought that up cuz I have a scorching hot take. I didn't want to uh forget cuz you are going to kill me for it. I hated that video of Stoops coming out dancing. It's Arkansas. They suck. He won 10 games last year. Cool that he did it. I know it was a big week. You Just got a quarterback there. But I would have kept it in-house rather than UK tweeting it out. Drew, of all That's of the – That's what gets the recruits hype, though. Of all of the takes you've ever had in your lifetime, this one might be the worst you've ever had. Well, that's why I called it not and hot or not. Wow. I'm fine with them dancing. It's a big week for them. Lynn Bowden led them to victory. But if we're going to keep marching forward and we're on the hills of Florida, we've passed South Carolina, Georgia's just a little bit ahead, you don't post videos of celebrating when you beat Arkansas, which hadn't won a game in two years in the SEC. Just okay, what's next in Hunter? That's a terrible – You're not going to like this one either. <laughs> Shotgun on fourth and inches. Mm, not. I think that's a pretty easy not. Not. All right, question. I – Who's the quarterback? Yeah. It's, if it's with Lynn, Anyone. maybe they worry about bobbling a, a snap. Yeah. I, that no would, I was also going to ask, do you think that they thought about maybe we will have a QB sneak with him? If so, did he practice at least one snap under center all week? Probably not. Probably not. So that's why they didn't call it. See, yeah. I, All right, well, if you're going to run – And, a, and the thing is, is Lynn Bowden is like – he's a tinier guy. So, like, I uh, – I feel like you need a big – like, if you're going to do that, get, like, Chris Rodriguez. Hell, get well, Cash do Daniel. A, a, a read play. No, that's yeah, what well, I'm saying. If you're a, going a under – developing read play you cannot do on fourth What about yeah. not just on push. fourth, when they were in the goal line, like, Lynn's in the end zone. I don't think you go shotgun. When they, you know when they were on the one? Yeah. yeah I, I, I will say yeah, that. Backed up. Backed up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm for just not even putting – Going under center on Lynn's plate, though. He well, that's the thing. If yeah. he hasn't practiced it, then you, you could have you, much more scenario. You shouldn't, like, you shouldn't do that at all with him. Because, A, it requires a lot more footwork with just handing the ball off. Like, what foot do you take you – know, like, what step yeah. do you take first? A lot of dumb little stuff that he doesn't need to be worried about. So, it, but if Sawyer Smith's in the game, very hot. Lynn Bowden, not. Sawyer Smith, good at quarterback sneaks. Okay. Yeah. Under, I'm sticking with not. Underrated talent. Hot or not, 7.30 p.m. games. Not. Get them the hell out of here. The <laughs> hell out of here. Is, are we about to do media complaining? You know when the last <laughs> time Kentucky played an SEC football game at noon at Kroger Field? No. That's 2012. Really? Well, let, me, let me confirm See the you, tweet. But I miss doing podcasts in your basement, hubby. I just want to. so big time. 
Is it too much to ask that, like, when everybody, the night that everybody hosts Halloween parties, that I can just put a costume on and, like, say hi? I haven't well, dressed up for Halloween since working for KSR. I've done it once since November 8th, 2014. Kentucky noon kickoff. Since before pre Kroger Field, this was at Commonwealth Stadium. So you're telling by Maria. <sighs> that was the last noon home SEC game. Remember when we used to uh, complain about noon kickoffs all the time? Yeah. Now the Saturday night SEC network special is the Tom Hart calls a Kentucky game. It's the Kentucky game of the week. It's going to be like that against Tennessee too. Just go ahead no, and I, I. You don't understand. I I I have to get a noon game. Tennessee. It is so important that it's at noon. And the stat you just gave me makes me want to jump off our little ledge we have here in the it's, office. It's, it's cruel. It's cruel. Now You okay. know people are listening like, oh, you poor media guys. But like, I conservatively, like going to bed at 3 a.m. was yeah, early you, for me. What time do you get home? Was, now, I even stayed in Lexington. I still was like up till 3 a.m. Like, I just don't The stories don't write themselves. I just don't. I just Please, just stop with the 7.30. Just stop. So not from both of us. Yes. Strong not. I thought it'd be knots. Yes. But you who don't have to write about what happened, I assume you're a hot because it makes for a good atmosphere. I'm a mild. Um, it, it's depending on the opponent, mm-hmm. as what you point. said. Even Mark um, Stoops said today he's not. He's a not. It, I mean, it's just it's a lot of time in the hotel. I get why he says not. Um, Especially because they have like official visitors and stuff. Joel yeah. Williams was in down this weekend. You want to hang out with your four-star defensive back, you know, like – Come Trust on. me, nothing's Big like knots. a noon game when you can wake up, you eat breakfast, you go, you play, <sighs> and you get to watch the football after. And then you we get need that party. CBS. We need to be better. Get that CBS every once in a while. Or the new, like, why, why can't? We'll say, though, the weather ESPN. while you're playing is way better when it's at 730. And it's This not. weekend, it would have been immaculate like at noon. Like, 330 in the swamp, whoa. But 330 now, you're in the sun. It's like 60 degrees. Yeah, it's pretty good. It would have been nice. I think there is a chance – that Vandy in Nashville is your 4 o'clock. Um, oh, just looking at early look at the slate, which means that it will be sunny for some of the game. And it's an easy drive down, drive back up kind of game. So Nobody's driving back from Nashville. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> which, by if the you're way, going to that Vandy game, you're not really going for the Vandy game. If it's a good kickoff, we might have to do a KSR football podcast road trip. I will be there. So Are you really? I wasn't planning oh, to yeah. go, but if we're going to make it a, a – Podcast venture. Why I'm not? I'm already there. Let's see what that time is. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what that time is. All right, what else we got, hot or not? Uh, I got two or three more. Let me. I'll just do one more. We'll end the hot or not section. No, no, no. no we like no, this. We like All right. Hot or not. All right. This one's pretty easy. This is the best segment and we've ever had. And our sponsor paid big bucks for this. Yeah, we give them plenty of plugs. This one is. I'm going to call them terrible towels slash game day accessories that are given to fans. No. Big hot from me. No. Oh. Like the like the towel. Okay, it's hot for we we agreed though. Hot. No, you said the pom poms were bad. Yes, towels, H- towels were hot, pom poms not. Let's let's make pom poms great again. But we we lost every pom pom game. The pom poms of death, as pointed out by Jackie Sue Long. Well, we need another. We need a, a new the accessory. towels. Towels, but we can't I, do I towels think we all week. Do, no, I think we do twenty two towels just every game. Let's take it to the take it to the uh, Twitter polls. And I guarantee you someone out there will have a really cool idea. Well, I'm going to go hot, and I want to use this time to thank Nick for grabbing me a Jared Lorenzen towel. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Because I was, I was sad I wasn't going to get one. I have a hot or not. Female students. 
What? Are you okay. trying to give me? Okay. okay. I, I'm You're really, married. Can I I'm, say this on air? I don't know. Okay. The reason trap. The reason why I a it's a funny trap, but b they didn't realize that it was going to get cold after dark. Ah. Uh, so they all still wore their Keeneland slash game day best. Mm-hmm. They were trying to look good. That sun it, went down. It, it, they the weather could, hit. <laughs> that student section, like I said, the crowd was great. But, man, that second half, there were a lot of ill-prepared students that went home because they were freezing. So, since we're talking about female students, uh, college age, we'll call them co-eds. Yes. Possibly a sorority. Let's make it hot or cold, and I will go cold, cold. because they They're didn't dress cold. appropriately, and I'm going to avoid getting in trouble. The, you know who wasn't cold, though? Who? That is a co-ed. Who? The homecoming queen. Oh, yeah. The queen of KSR, Maggie Davis. It's our first Congratulations, queen. Maggie. Yeah, I think Maria and Tower are now on the hot seat, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maggie, her list of accomplishments, it's, what is she, 21? It's actually kind of sickening. It, like, it makes me feel like a terrible <laughs> yeah. person. Like, I've got a big head start. And she's like, you know, just helping produce ESPN's The Jump free agency special. <laughs> yeah, like, in what? L.A. Yeah, just, yeah, I'm in junior in college. Her, I'm just going to produce. Just her, her and Rachel Nichols are just BFFs, you know, no big deal. And she's like president of her sorority. New member educator. She's already better at doing KSR things than <laughs> yeah. we are. We've been doing it a long hey, time. Hey, Kentucky. She's done Matt. She's doing Matt's book stuff. Like, that's why she's homecoming queen. Yeah, I'm just jealous of her resume. <laughs> yeah, can, I got fit, like 13 years on her, and try my, fitting that on a page. You just have paragraph. You just have like Malone's. Uh, she's like, should I put ESPN? I don't know. That was a long time ago. <laughs> took English three twice, <laughs> or took English one okay, three times. Okay, that's enough making fun of me. But congrats to Maggie. <laughs> yes, that was awesome. All right, wh- what do we have for hot or not? We're getting away from two more from, hot or not from co-eds. Custom cleats for college players. I'll go hot. I'm gonna go not. I'm going not too. Oh wow! I didn't. I did not expect knots. Are you all? I, I know you're traditional. Let's all match. See, that's what that's Chuck saying. He's a yeah. traditional guy. It's not. All right. Tra- all right, traditional is not the word. It's just basic. Like, come you're on, basic bitch. <laughs> that's exactly what Charles is. <laughs> so, all right, I'm a fan of when Billy at Billy Hobbs. Is that yes, at True Blue Customs. Friend of the program. I like the custom shoes that you don't realize are custom okay so he He did did, he did for big blue madness he did the threes the jordan threes right Mm. that were just like a really cool blue like they were just really cool jordan threes that i didn't know that like they were custom they were just like a cool version of that shoe that jordan doesn't produce yeah you like when he just changes the colorway not puts a big somebody's face on the side of it yeah especially faces i do not like faces at all now it's cool for like you know some patterns or a little bit of this or that but the i'm just i'm i'm kind of getting out on just the custom shoes i did not expect this from you all well part of it we're just we're getting old yeah yeah he does a pair where he makes regular shoes look like a cartoon and i love them I'm trying to find a picture. Not that that will help our podcast listeners. But it would certainly help us. Yeah, but it's kind of what you're talking about. He just kind of changed what already exists. Yes, I'm a, I, I like those, and but 
the faces, I'm just uh, I'm I'm getting out on those. He made me a pair with tacos all over him. Do you, you That's awesome. To those? That is that is incredible. Okay. I didn't say I didn't like custom shoes. It's cleats. Custom cleats on college athletes. Yes. Did you see Nick Starkle's cleats? Mm-mm. Those are badass. They're, he didn't wear them for long. Did he get hurt before I make fun of him? No, he just sucked. Okay, that's yeah. what I thought. Yeah, which by the way, they should have played him more for our sake, because he did not look. Good. But basically, he has. I think they're Jordan sevens. No, no, they're Jordan ones in Arkansas colors as his cleats. Ooh. Like those were. Ooh. That's the sharp custom cleat that I, is very hot. Well, now he can wear like slides on because he's not playing. Right. He's this isn't a good there. example, but he takes he kind of makes them like they're in a cartoon. I yeah, I know what you're talking about. I wouldn't wear those, but I think they're they're neat. They're pretty neat. <laughs> Charles, he's, he's right, not we, on those. Do we two. have a good one to to uh, cap it off with? No cap. Which we do have a good one to cap it off with. Um, and the beginning is going to be kind of odd. Your backup quarterbacks backup leading your team to an SEC win. Hot or not? So hot right now. So hot. It's the hottest. I think hot as well. Yeah. Can I just say that probably my favorite part of this all is that a week before, there was a certain Louisville media personality who was talking about, you know, it just goes to show you the way Evan Conley played, how much better Louisville is at developing their third-string quarterbacks mm. or fourth-string or whatever. Yeah, well, turns out Kentucky can develop a four-string quarterback, too. Against the SEC? Yeah, which, by the way, Louisville gave up 59 points a week for us. I know that they're I'm like – People keep talking about how many points Louisville had. Are we just not going to address the 59 <laughs> on the other side yeah. of the scoreboard? And they gave up 17 in the last three minutes of the game. Yeah, which should have been two muffed onside kicks. Yeah, they, 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 that, that's how did Wake Forest not to get the ball in that last know. onside kick? Yeah, yeah, easy with your 60 points. Yeah, also it's – is the ACC, is this the worst Power 5 football conference in the history of the quote-unquote Power 5? Is anyone good but Clemson? Louisville is their second-best team right now. That's crazy. And they're not good. <laughs> no. It's, oh, oh, ACC poor, sucks. Poor Florida State. So sad. <laughs> don't take our coach. Yeah, please don't. Please don't do that. But, hey, this was a fun that show. That was a good segment. Yeah, good segment. Charles, Thanks, Charles the producer. Good job. Just like Tyler the creator. Hi. Charles Walker. Hot or not? Hot. Hot. Yeah, Even though his voice is not. Voice is definitely not. Definitely not. It's because you played hard. Uh, but this has been a lot of fun. We're going to go down to Georgia and have ourselves a good old time. At least I am. I'm going to be down there with Adam Luckett. I'm going to um, be covering the game from right where you're sitting. Oh, good. On that TV right above your head. It'll be a lot of fun. And you should go to KS Bar and watch the game if you're here. Yeah. In town. Blue-white game on Friday. Well, really, the crowds aren't that crazy during games. Like, for like – Basketball, like you can get in. You don't oh, have to yeah, be yeah. here like two hours before. I think people have a fear of KS Bar because Matt likes to talk about how crowded it is, it's, but it's not like you can never get here. If you want a table of eight on a football <laughs> game day, yep, okay, probably not. But if it's like a just a couple, or if you actually go just during the game, it really isn't bad at all. Like I, I mean, I know I'm an owner, but for Big Blue Madness, it was walk right in, sit right yeah, down, have a good time. Yeah, um, but you enjoy Athens. Oh, I'm going to have Our a lot of fun. Our dear friend Aaron Fleener is going to be down there. I shouldn't have told you that oh. because you might die. Oh, yes. But he's trying to get hashtag Cathens, like cat. <laughs> Instead of Catalina. It's not really taken off yet, but if anybody wants to help him, so, C-A-T-H-E-N-S. He's trying to make it work. We're, we're making Cathens work, and you know what makes me even happier, Drew Franklin, is I was 
like, you know what? I think I might bring the podcast equipment with me because Adam Luckett's coming. Mm-hmm. So we can do a late do night your- podcast. Fleener, I feel like that's right up his alley. Yeah. But, or he we might could big just, time you. Or, he's, he's a star he's, now. He's a star. You might have to go through his agent. Athens is going to be a lot of fun, though. So just hit me up on Twitter. I'll give a who up. Um, if you want to listen to more about what that game and keys to the game and all that good stuff, look and I'll have some stuff Thursday morning. Wait, you love the keys personnel. to the game, too? Well, that's, not that's our specifically. Segment. I'm not. I'm not stealing the football podcast segment. Okay. But we we will talk more in depth about the game, what Georgia does, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Until then, enjoy this Arkansas victory for a little bit longer. Lynn Bowden, quarterback one. He did it, folks. Austin, go get a job wherever you are. Please do it. Go Cats. Go Crowgreen. And peep the technique.